Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Downfall. Um, that's it, just welcome. So last time we started doing a little side story thing here because we're missing a bunch of players. And it's set a little bit in the past and involves um, John's character, the dwarf assassin, who's given his name as Bandran. <clears throat> it involves Caius, and then tangentially it's involving Cade Hill, although we're seeing that, where that goes. So, uh, last time you guys just finished having Caius and Bandran get drunk and become buddies in a tavern and try to cook up some scheme for how both of them can get out of this without everything being foobar. Well, I guess you're purposely going to foobar everything, but in a positive way. A positive way? Foobar everything? Just some things. Right. So take it away. I will have some time to discuss this idea with my opponent before. Are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah. He's that drunk. And then, You're like you know, looking right at him. I, was, like, I thought that was out of character. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! No, no, it's in character. He's okay. talking right at you, and you stare at him blankly for just a few seconds, and then say, "Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me?" Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh man! So you're gonna talk to yourself? Okay. Yes. Talk to him and see if you will cause this commotion for me to escape. Um. So I guess this is so long, and I will see you on the other side, or something like that. This is why they don't normally well, let me talk. Well, that was ominous. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my the dwarf says right as he giggles and walks away. You're a terrible assassin. <laughs> You really are. I just learned how to be an assassin. I'm much better in the next bit, let's be honest. <laughs> this is true. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. I'm going to jump. So, let's see. This was going to be a week later? Yep. Yep. Was there anything you two wanted to do in that intervening week? I need to learn about this other guy and where to kill him. The crap am I hearing? Sean. Sean. Yo. We're like Satan whispering into that mic. That was creepy. Hello. Okay, so Josiah, you wanted to learn about the other guy? I didn't say that. I did. Oh, I said that. You did. Yep. So I need to find out more about him so I can kill him. Okay. Um, give me a roll here. And then I'm going to jump to Sean because I have an idea. Twenty-one. Okay. That's much better. That is much better. Um, what you learn is that this guy is a scumbag. Okay. And in fact, oddly enough, that's his name. It just doesn't mean that in Dwarf. So, it's just weird coincidence that in common it totally means what he is. Okay. I'm just going with that. <laughs> um, he's got a lot of unsavory habits, frequents, has a lot of addictions, both drug-wise and drink and women and gambling and... You know, essentially he's a slave owner who behaves less nobly than the slaves he owns. In many ways. 
You're honestly not sure why your master is even associating with this guy. Alright. Essentially, you can totally kill him and you're doing the world a favor. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> all the more justice I need. Is that all you wanted to learn? Yeah, that's pretty much it. And, like, how I'm going to kill him, I guess. I need to figure that out. Um, given he has a lot of addictions, you you have a lot of openings there. Oh, yeah? So, think up something fun. Okay. Alright, over to Sean here, the Satan Whisperer. <laughs> That's a better sounding mic, though. It's a better... Yeah, this is my work headset. I'm sorry? <laughs> this yeah. is the headset my job gave me. <laughs> okay. Right. Anyway, we're going to jump forward about three days, maybe four. Cade Hill has left the city. He has started traveling... Let's see, which way would have civilization? On that other side of the mountains? Uh, not much for dwarves unless you go south. So you're probably heading south along the edge of the mountains. Um, and that's a pretty spar sparsely populated region, and due to the campaign I've done with Sarah a bit... Um, that is actually a pretty dangerous land, too, with a lot of things like werewolves and stuff. It's it's not safe. But I guess you'd rather face werewolves than certain doom? Yeah. So, you've gone maybe about two days, haven't seen a single soul, maybe three days. Um, and then it's midday, drizzling, you know, weather's really nasty. You're just going along the road. It's a, John is in a weird mood today. <laughs> it's a... <laughs> Pretty narrow road, so you're making your way slowly because it's slick as well. When uh, you start to hear hoofbeats from behind you catching up. Slowly. I hide. So you just jump out of your wagon and go hide in some bushes? Um, no, I stay... I, wait a minute. Yeah, no, I did hire a wagon. Yes, you did. Um, when I hired the wagon, did this come with, you know, companions or... Well, without metagaming, what would you have... Assume. I would have I would have gone for like a stagecoach type arrangement. Okay, so there'd be several other people or whatever. So no, I'm cool. Alright. Cool. So you, you probably like at least glance through the back window or something. And you yep. see several short figures riding ponies. Meaning probably dwarves. Oh, crap. oh they're dwarves? Okay, cool. What the crap were you thinking? I was thinking halflings. Oh, and that's a bad thing? If you read his backstory, um, well, it is. I did. fleeing, yes. But you're fleeing from dwarves, right? Oh, so wait, this, the... Anyway, so my girlfriend was a dwarf? Yeah. Yes. This was a, oh. you were younger back then. You were into some things that maybe you're not into as much now. <laughs> or I don't know, maybe Fair I'm enough. totally wrong Fair about enough. that. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Okay. Nope, it's cool. It's cool. So yes, you see probably what's a group of dwarves coming down the road, catching on, on the wagon. Okay, I'll uh, let this play out. Okay. Um, five, ten minutes later, you start to hear some voices outside. Uh, the coach comes to a stop after a bit. You hear some discussion that's, well, not heated. It's certainly not, you know, conversation over tea or anything. And a few minutes later, the door is opened, and you see several guards um, wearing, dwarven guards, wearing uh, livery of the capital city. And in fact, from the house, 
that contained the lady you were wooing. Oh, excellent. Is that what you say when the door opens? No, I, I uh, kind of look at him like, what the heck? <laughs> so, one of them holds up a piece of paper that has a picture on it. You can tell it's a charcoal sketch of you. Looks at you, looks at the paper, looks at you again, looks at the paper again, gives a nod to a couple other guards who reach in and grab you by your ankles. <laughs> I, I yell something to the effect of, Whoa, gentlemen, what is this about? The uh, one who's in charge, the captain, looks at you and says, Our most noble lady requests the presence of your dinner in about two days. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Then he gives you the look and says, you will in two days. And they clap you in irons. <laughs> I'm just okay, running off the I saying... Will, uh, I will go willingly. I'm just running off the saying of hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Slash robbed. Slash robbed. <laughs> he did take the money and run. I mean, you know, what would you call that, right? Yeah, he could have gotten a lot more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Okay, so that'll eat up about four days for Sean there. Five days. So you're going to get back in town about two days before your scheduled fight. Uh, not if I escape. This is true. Not if you escape. So what are you going to attempt to do in those two days you're traveling back? They've kept you in irons the whole time. Oh, they've kept me in irons the whole time? Yeah, they've clapped your hands. Um, okay. Uh, when my charges are not looking, I drop the money and I pick up some random poisonous-looking plant. Amazingly and... enough, there are poisonous plants in this region, so you're going to need to give me some kind of check here, some kind of nature. I mean, how well is Kai's going to know plants? I mean, not Caius. Sorry, K. Yeah. Um, he's got a pretty good nature. Let's, uh... Let's roll for nature. See what you get. Yeah. That's where Sean's thinking, I'm so going to call it a 20 no matter what I roll. Uh, I rolled 11. <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> 11 is your total? Yeah. Okay, so... How how did you have these coins? Were they like in a in a pocket or something in your coat or what? Uh, they're well. This is an eagle roll, so it's going to be in a pouch. That's true. So why does why do you drop your coins? Why do I drop my coins? Yeah. Uh, so I have a reasonable explanation for one why I don't have the money and two. Hey, look! I actually did get the poison. I don't know what the big deal is. Okay. So mostly you're just trying to ditch the money while looking nonchalant about having an excuse to go grab a leaf. Yeah. With an 11. Okay, so give me also a roll for some kind of stealth for like how, or sleight of hand, whatever the heck that would be now. There's one called sleight of hand. Oh, awesome. Give me sleight of hand. Which I think you're probably skilled at. 21. Okay, good. So your undoing of your money pouch and the dropping of it um, mm -hmm. is smooth. Enough smooth enough to make it look like an accident. Uh, when you bend over to grab the plant, mm -hmm. 
you swiftly find a way of like I mean the road's muddy so this isn't going to make noise. You pour out the coins or almost all of them anyway while grabbing the pouch so that now you're holding an almost empty coin pouch. So it looked like you just dropped your pouch and picked it back up, but it's now mostly empty and you probably just kicked mud over the rest of the coins. Yeah, I, I assume that's what you're going for, right? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm going for. And you grabbed a leaf that you think is poisonous. You're, you're pretty sure it is. You've never used it. It's never been used on you, so you could be wrong, but you're, you're pretty sure this is a poisonous leaf. Works for me. Okay. I'm so going to have to think of some way of using the fact that there's 3,000 gold sitting in the mud on a road. Oh, buried. no, no, Kate has marked where it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is buried in mud. He might need it later. All right. I'll, I'll be generous and say that the mud, when it dries, is going to dry over the coins. So they are, in fact, under maybe an inch and a half of cracked earth, not in the ruts of where the wagons go, so it probably actually isn't getting disturbed that much. Amazingly enough. But good luck finding it among a stretch of wilderness. So unless Kate has amazing memorization powers or you have some way of leaving a marker here, there's no way you're ever going to find it. Another point where we need Elias. I know. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, Kate has one more skinny thing to do since he succeeded at that. He uh, looks to one of the guards and says, um, it holds up his... Uh, Manacled wrist and goes, Call of Nature? Okay. The. <laughs> okay. Are you going to go urinate heroically? No. I'm going to do something much better. The guard comes over to you, right? Looks at your manacles, and then quickly enough that you. Well, for when you're stunned at what's happening, so you don't have time to react. He undoes your pants for you, right there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and then goes, there, your majesty. <laughs> He's a little stunned, but he manages to waddle off and to relieve himself. <laughs> All the while muttering, that didn't work. <laughs> or unless it is going to work. <laughs> All right. Unless, do you have magic P that marks locations? Do I what? Do you have magic P? I mean, what I'm getting at here is, how is this marking your location so you'll know later? No, he's trying to get well, the manacles off. Well, it's not. My plan failed. Okay. It was to get the manacles off. Yeah. So you don't have magic pee, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't have magic pee. Okay. <laughs> we really wish he did. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, you waddle back. He looks at you and says, All finished? Yes. And then uh, gestures towards your pants around your ankles and says, with your permission? And I say yes. He buttons you back up. Comments, nice trousers while he's at it. <laughs> well, I assume Kate Thank is wearing fine clothing. <laughs> what? Thank you, I worked hard for them. <laughs> okay. Um, do you have any other schemes to try to mark this location? Alright, we can still probably play with that sometime later. That might still be usable. Yeah. Or maybe I'll have an NPC come into town who randomly somehow got a lot of wealth. That is affecting oh, yeah. things. I don't know. I'll use it. Okay, so you get back to town. Um, it's two days before the fight. When you're trundled into town, you're taken straight to the manor house. 
of Lady Verena, um, brought into the house. Your manacles are undone, although several guards still stand around. And in exquisite politeness, you are announced for your arrival just as if you would have been any other time, you know, as if nothing has happened. Um, and you're seen up to her room. Door opens. She is not crying. She looks... She looks really? mad. <laughs> really? Yeah. You've been well, gone for... I look mad, too. Huh? Well, guess what? I look mad, too. Probably. It's been four days. She's, she had a good cry. It's over now. Now it's just vengeance. <laughs> she looks at you and says, Hi, I'm glad you could join us for dinner. So, I go... Go ahead. I've had a few thoughts about that fight. Really? Me too. With a iciness, she looks at you and says, By all means, then. Go first, good sir. I rummage around in my pocket and I go... Hold up the leaf and I go... So, what, what, what was all that about? So what? What was all that about? I need a d20. We're going to let the dice decide this one. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Her expression instantly softens, and she runs up to you and starts kissing you and says, I'm so sorry, I was so mistaken, I thought you were just trying to leave, and I'd never see you again. <laughs> I would never do that. <laughs> never. Ever. Not to you. How many times has Kate said that? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so now she, you know, all the past forgotten, she looks at you and says, how, do, how does it work? I go, well, I am going to need an apothecary's kit. I am going to, or a poisoner's kit, and I am going to uh, go ahead and mix it into something that I'm going to put on my blade and stick them with pointy end like I always do. She still looks kind of sickened by the thought of this and says, I wish we didn't have to do things this way, but... And I throw my hands up and go, well, you know, be more careful next time. <laughs> You're a horrible person. It's all what? your fault. You should feel terrible, woman. That is what you're saying. Yes. I don't know if I can be a part of this group anymore. Said the assassin who's like character kills people. <laughs> uh, I'm an equal opportunity killer. Okay. Although he's still behaving better than James Bond did in a few of the movies, so can't uh, can't fault him there. No. All right, so the you other guys, Caius and, and Bandran, you guys wanted to meet up with him at some point, right, to see if he'd be in on this uh, plot you have. No, I was going to talk to him before the fight. Okay, so like the day of kind of thing. Yeah, like, as we're in the underground area before the fight. Okay. Um, give me just a second here. My daughter is wanting my attention for about two seconds. Okay, sorry about that. So, um, alright, if you guys have nothing else then, unless Sean has something, we'll jump to the day of the fight. Uh, sounds good. Okay. I'm okay with that. So, um, 
since Sean has to masquerade as a... Let's see, Sean. You're probably masquerading as a freed gladiator, freed man gladiator. But mm-hmm. once yeah, you, right. yeah, once you agree to a fight, though, you're still kind of under a sort of contract. Um, and so before the fight, you're not put into a cell, but you're still put into the same area below the arena, um, just because obviously you're going to have to rise up, you know, through the floor and everything. So it only makes sense. So you do have a chance. Pro- you're probably let in there about an hour before the fight. Caius is already in his cell, equipped, you know, ready to go. Um, you're led around the corner into the area, and uh, now you guys can converse if you wish. And, John, are you there as well? Uh... He probably wouldn't be in the cell with me. No. I don't think I would be there. I don't know how we'd meet up, but I wouldn't be there. You could try to sneak in as, like, a guard or something. or I mean, like, there's probably lots of ways you could be around, but... We'd probably have a signal set up, whether it was going to happen. Okay. okay, so you're probably, like, what, up in the stands or something, then? Probably. All right. Okay, so, uh, Sean and Josiah, go ahead and take it away. It is a good day to die. <laughs> uh, if you say so. Oh, come on, it's an expression. Nobody actually wants to die. Um... Uh, if you say so. Oh, so you do want to die? Not today. I have a proposition for you. I'm not that kind of guy. <laughs> That's not what I've heard. I'm sorry, say again. That's not what I've heard. I see. Alright, well... My proposition, though, is one that allows both of us to make it out of today alive. I like this deal. What have you got for me? We should give the crowd a good show. And just before one of us would take the upper hand, I'm going to throw you into the crowd. And I survived this how? I want you to cause a great disturbance in the crowd. That'll be easy. What will happen then is the guards will come out, escort me away, I will be declared the winner of the fight, you will then, as a free gladiator, be allowed to leave. Okay. Alright. Sounds good. You might wish to take the poison off your plate. I... Are you sure? Because, I don't know, it would be a convenient time to stabby-stabby someone you don't like. If you want to stab somebody, go ahead. But if you think you're going to stab me with that... As I bang on my armor. Alright. So I remove the poison. I was right, you cheating bastard! (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering why you hadn't done a roll. (laughs) Because it was a total block. No, I got it. I got it now. It's good. (laughs) 
because I'm looking at this halfling going, you're a fake gladiator. <laughs> I'm going to beat the snot out of you. The only way you could possibly live is if you cheat. I, I just look at the poison on the rag that I use and look it back at Babe and Shrug and go, Oh, I heard I was fighting you, and what other option did I have? And I chuck it in the corner. Okay. That sounds pretty good. So, um... Once you guys get up there, the only check I require of you here is some kind of check to fool the people that matter into thinking this is a real fight. Performance? Yeah, I'll want both of you to make that check. Mm. 25. Oh, shoot. Okay. I was hoping it'd be low, because I already have an idea. Um, Can I re-roll that? It, no. Dang it. I don't have any inspiration points. So, Josiah, what you're going to do is you guys start fighting, and it quickly becomes apparent that that Caius doesn't know how to act this thing out very well. Like, you know, his blocks and stuff are more showy than effective, you know, and you're finding that you have to really pull your hits to make it even look remotely convincing. And so, okay. just to make things look a little real, you draw blood once or twice. You know, I draw give, blood? Yeah, you give them a couple bruises, make them bleed a little. You know, because you know otherwise nobody's going to buy it in the slightest. I suppose I deserve that. Cheating bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my daughter again. Hi. <laughs> okay, so um, I assume at this point you guys are ready to do your special move. Yes, let's do our special combo. So Kate leaps down, into Kaisa's arms like an ice skater. How are, you How are you flinging him? Strength check. Or maybe athletics, if you'll let me use that. Uh, yeah, I think athletics works here. Okay. Oh Three. my gosh. Thirty? <laughs> <laughs> now, I think, strictly speaking, according to the D&D rules, you shouldn't be able to throw something as heavy as Cade very far, but that's boring, so... He's a halfling. He weighs, like, 20 pounds. Yeah. That's true, really actually. Coming. And I have a 20 strength. Are you um, aiming for anybody while you throw him? Like uh, like the other master? Yeah, let's aim for the other master. <laughs> okay. What you are now technically doing is an attack with an untrained uh -huh. weapon. That weapon being Sean. So okay. give me some kind of ranged exotic weapon. I don't think they call it that anymore, but some, some kind of attack throw that's appropriate here. I'm not actually trying to do any damage to him, I'm just trying to throw him. Hey, it'd be convenient if you just kill him right here and now, though, wouldn't it? 
Yeah, except this is going to be based off of... Would he be considered a heavy weapon? 20 pounds? Meaning I get to use strength instead of dex. Um, I would think that dex doesn't make sense for trying to throw a halfling. Because this is certainly not a, a throw that's based off your ability to correctly grip Cade Hill or whatever. So yes, you got to use strength. Yeah, this seems more like it would be a strength thing. You're just trying to lob the halfling as hard as you can. Okay, so in other words, I make a unmodified strength check. Yeah. Okay. See, now here's a case where I can strength stop. check. 17. Pretty high. High enough. I don't know, that's your decision. I'm thinking. Because it would be hilarious, but I don't want it to, to feel like I forced it no matter what. I'm going to say... Cade Hill's going to hit him and daze him, but not not kill him or anything. I mean, like, Cade probably smashes into him enough to knock the guy's head a bit, and he's, you know, kind of dizzy and stumbling while his guards try to tug him out of there. But Cade's by no, or, but he's by no means dead. And Cade's going to be able to leap to his feet immediately. And this is when the dwarf... So, my question, though, is how much damage is Cade going to do? Yeah, it's true. Um... I'm thinking D8. Whoa. Alright then. 1D8 plus... Seven. Okay. So, yeah, this will probably give the guy a pretty good concussion. Maybe Kay's belt cuts a scrape on his face or something. That's what I'm going with. Alright, so John... All right, John, now's your chance. All right. Uh, well, obviously, everybody is staring at what just happened. Yes. So I cannot be terribly obvious, but I go down there into the confusion of everything because everyone's screaming and being like, oh, my gosh, and try I try and help the guy that got hit. And I'm like, let me help you to the medical tent. And so we are, like, hobbling away together, and... He might get stabbed. Okay, I'm going to back you up just a hair, because he does have his own guards. And they're oh, probably, he does have guards? Yeah. So you gotta, yeah, you got to let me know these things. Yeah, yeah. Come on. So, Come like, on. as you're approaching, they're probably, you know, trying to clear a space or something, and we'll say, at this point, they're maybe 80% successful. There's, you know, still a bit of confusion, so with the right roll, you could probably sneak in there and... the right roll. <laughs> I know, those are like a death knell of words for you there. Yeah. I'll use something that's poison then if I did, maybe. I'll just stab him. Or I can suffocate him. <gasps> I forgot I have all my monk abilities. Yep. Boom. Alright, let's see here. What shall we do to this guy? I'm just going to stand on the outside of it, and I am going to... Interesting. I'm going to cause the water inside of his body 
to pull in his air passage to cause him to suffocate. You can do that? Yeah, technically. It says I can cause water to fit within a one-foot cube to shape itself into a crude form. So that would... I mean, that would work. No, what you're trying to do is not crude. Yeah, it's and crude. you don't have line of sight to the water in his body either. In his mouth? <laughs> so just the saliva like, in his mouth. Argh. So you can manipulate the saliva in his mouth. Yeah. But that's about it. That's what I'm thinking. They, they actually have specific cases of this sort of stuff in D&D as taking the ability too far kind of thing. Yeah, I know. So I'm limiting it to the water you can see. Fine. The water I can see. Then I'll see if I can be stealthy and do the same thing with my own water. Oh, yeah, because you're a waterbender. Yeah. No, I'm a freaking avatar. <laughs> I just like water better than the rest of them. Let's see here. Oh, stealth. That would be... 18. Stealth. That's pretty stealthy. I'd say in the confusion, you could probably do something. It also depends on what Cade Hill's doing. Yeah, what are you doing, Cade Hill? I am uh, screaming like hysterically at Caius, something along the lines of, I don't know, you rat bastard, cheating jerk. I totally would have killed you, etc. Yeah, I totally would have killed you, etc. I will see, I will, you watch your back, blah, blah, blah. So, like a wrestling match? Yeah. Okay. Alright, I'd say that's causing enough of a commotion to let John be able to do this surreptitiously. Maybe you, like, flow the water close to the ground or something instead of, like, arcing through the air. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Oh, seeing. and I try to whip the crowd into a frothing rage, particularly my fans. Okay. Do you have fans? He, he's unconscious, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so he's unconscious. So I'm assuming his mouth is slightly open then? Probably. Alright, so I, I open my flask of water that I carry on me at all times, and the water... I, and I spill it on the ground, and the water runs towards him and up and into his mouth and seals off his passageways. So there's, like, just sort of a weird little wall of water in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And nose on that. I mean, like, so, like... Yeah. How do you maintain that? It says I maintain it for up to a minute. Do you, like, do you just... You have to still be close-ish, though, I right? have to, I think... I'm assuming, uh... He says, shape into a crew form you designate for up to a minute. Okay, so this works as long as you can see his mouth and nose. Okay. So, like, if the guards are picking him up to, like, turn him around to haul him or whatever, you would have to very quickly bolt around that perimeter to still be able to see his mouth. I could see his mouth from wherever I was. Because you can only turn your head so far. True. Uh, I'm still going to say, though, give me give me one, like, F. Maybe an acrobatics check. Okay, I will you still have that. to make. I still sure. have to move around a bit. Yeah, like you can't lose sight of him in the crowd or whatever. Because yeah, there is just a yeah. pretty packed stadium, I'm sure. So uh, that's a you know just so this isn't a technique you can use a lot to make this work. Oh, really, yeah. you have to be able to keep line of sight of him. The I've whole only way. ever use this one other time. So. Yeah, I just mean in the future. I mean, yeah. Uh, and I get fourteen. Okay. Um, on the edge. Yeah. You're, you're able to hold it for long enough that you're like, okay, you know, before something interrupts it, because something does interrupt it, you lose control of the water, and you go, okay, it was maybe 
five minutes-ish, so you're like, I either got him, or, you know, maybe some damage was done, or something, but you know you at least got him long enough that it would have caused a problem. Okay. You're just not sure if you got him long enough to kill him or not. Okay. Okay. Seems reasonable. So, um, anything else that you guys specifically do? I guess I need to get out of the city. Okay. Yeah, okay. I can. I think I can use some of that. All right, and um, Caius, what do you do? I would be shuffled back to uh, the pens. Okay. However, my character does leave a note with my master as saying that I will be gone for some time, but I will be back someday to repay him. Because my guy is literally the most just assassin ninja of all time. Okay. And he has... I mean, his master is not necessarily a friend, but, like, got him through a tough time. So he wants... He doesn't want it to be left. He feels justified in doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Okay, and what about Cade Hill? Cade leaves the arena in a huff. Heading anywhere in particular? Um... Back to uh, Miss Girlfriend's place. Okay. Um, your wounds are treated there. And I'm using that in as liberal a sense as I can. <laughs> I mean, that's the, you know, that's okay. what you're there for. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to jump forward about a day and a half. So, because he's friends with your master, Caius, you, you hear what happens to this guy. Um, it seems that he's alive, but cannot be awoken. He's in some kind of coma or something. Okay. So, I don't know if you want to do anything about that. Nope. Okay. Okay, so you still have two more fights to do, and, um, Sean, is there anything else you want to do with your character in particular here? Um... Well, I asked her if uh, that was a setup. Like intentionally? Like, did she did she go and like pay the guy off to chuck me into the crowd? So, oh, oh, you mean that like that she was trying to find a way of saving you? Yeah. She says yes. But you can tell that she's lying, but I'm not sure if you care. Um, I've been doing nothing but lying to her. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, just like you, she's seizing on it as an opportunity to look good, so... Mm. Okay. I, I just make a note of it. Yeah. So, that's about another session here, actually. We're at normal time, strangely enough. So I'm going to go ahead and call this one here. That got interesting. I like the mental picture of chucking a dwarf or a halfling at a guy to kill him. Chucking a halfling at a dwarf. What if it was a dwarf? What? Would have been better if it was a dwarf. Yeah, but at least you were chucking a halfling at a dwarf. True. True. So, that was special. Okay, um, yeah. I can't really think of anything else to say, so see everybody next time, I guess. Or not. If you don't like us, whatever. <laughs> we like you. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, don't leave, I guess. That wraps things up for today's episode of Downfall, our Dungeons & Dragons role-playing podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please consider giving us a five-star rating on iTunes, donating through PayPal on our website, supporting us on Patreon, or spreading the word to your friends. You can send us an email anytime at downfalldnd at gmail.com. We love hearing from fans and love hearing what you guys enjoyed about the show. Thanks for listening.